Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good morning. Glad that you are up and alive and listening to my voice. And I trust that the things that we would share today would encourage your heart. And thank you for your encouragement to me in regards to these devotions also. We are looking at this matter of married and miserable. And uh, we are looking at some of the things that cause one to be miserable in a relationship. Morning by morning, we take a verse of a song. And this morning, we are looking at Frederick Whitfield and the song entitled, Oh, How I Love Jesus, a song we all know very well. The third stanza says, It tells me what my father hath in store for every day. And though I tread the darksome path, yields sunshine all the way. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loves me. Oh, I want to thank God for the love of God. How God loved and loves you and I. And he has placed within us that capacity to love each other. When he was leaving, he said to his disciples, they must love each other. And just like he said to them, he's saying to us that we should love each other. And by loving each other, he said, this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have love one for the other. So I'm encouraging love in the family. I'm encouraging love in the marriage. And last morning, we began looking at this matter of economic abuse. And I close on saying that sometimes in some of the families, you will find that there is property and that property is in one person's name. Sometimes when, if that person were to die, the spouse would have so much trouble because they did not add the spouse to that property. And I think that when people are married, especially properties that they may have bought when they were together, it should be in both persons' name. Of course, everyone know why they do what they do, but you know, there's a right and a wrong way to do things. I would not want for everything that my wife and I own together that she would have it all in her name. And um, I should not want that I would have it in my name and she would not have anything in her name. You know, if we stop and think that we brought nothing into this world and surely we will take nothing out, those things would not be so much of a problem because we cannot carry anything. God allowed us to live here and to occupy until he comes and it's always good to share. In a little while, I'll share some scriptures on that. But yes, that is true where some folks have everything in the one person name. Then I've noticed that the business is in one person name also. You know, things like that. One person would have it in their name. When things like that happen, the other partner tries to hide a little. So if he or she is left out in the cold, they would have a little. Now you say, but look what they are doing. But, but why are they doing that? I'm not saying that it is right. But if everything over here is in my name and she doesn't have anything, then she is saying, well, I have to start having something just in case anything happened to me that I would have something for myself. What has caused that? What has caused that is that I wanted to have everything in my name and she noticed that nothing is in her name or she wanted to have everything in her name and I noticed there's nothing in my name and I tell myself, well, I can't be stupid. I can't be foolish. I must see if I can have a little something just in case something happened. Those things should not be, should not be. Like I say, when things like that happen, 
the other partner tries to hide a little so he or she is not left out in the cold that they would have a little something. Then there's something else I've noticed. The credit card bills that she has cannot be paid because there's never enough. If she got to be paying everything from what she makes and not what the husband makes, if he makes sure that she pays the bills and he saves the money and everything is in her name, how would she get to pay her little credit card bill? Because that would be one of the last things that one would want to pay. You'll always want to pay the minimum payment on that and you're forever paying the minimum payment and you'll never get the principal paid off. Then notice something else that I've paid attention to. The wife, you know, she looks older than what she is. Why? Why the wife is looking older than what she is? If you notice, she has her head, I must say, always tied. Her hair is always tied on because she doesn't, she doesn't want people to see it because she's always in a hurry trying to do something for the family. Always out there, never time for herself. She, she can't find enough to go to the hairdresser. So while other people, uh, other ladies are looking young and good, that wife at home, because she is you know, doing everything that she can to meet the needs and uh, the husband is not paying attention to her. And these are the things that, that usually happen. But in the book of First Timothy, chapter number six and verse number 10, the Bible says, for the love of money, is the root of all evil. What did he say? The love of money, whether that's a husband or a wife, an employer or an employee, he said, the root of all evil comes from the love of money. Bear in mind, he did not say money is the root of all evil. He said the love of money is the root of all evil. And notice what the verse continues to say, which while some coveted after, they have ordered from the faith and pace themselves through with many sorrows. Hey, covetousness is idolatry. And you know, uh, we will not want to go and worship images and stuff like that. But when we become covetous, especially when it comes to money, it is like serving idols. And covetousness is as idolatry. And we got to be careful with covetousness. Now, the principle of receiving. How do we end up receiving? How, how do we end up having what we would like to have? Some folks would like to have a lot, but how do we end up having a lot? There's a principle in receiving. And as far as I've understood from the scripture, I'm going to show it to you. If, if you really want to receive, here's what the Bible says. Let's look to some verses of scripture. In the book of Luke chapter number six and verse number 38, look at a principle. He said, give and it shall be given unto you. What? Give and it shall be given unto you. But when I give, I got less. That's what we think. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. But notice how he said it shall be given unto you. He says, good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. So shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet, wherewithal it shall be measured to you again. What is the principle? Give and it shall be given unto you. Then there's another principle found in John chapter number three and verse number 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Notice, you cannot love without giving. Some people say, I love you, but they are forever taking. 
What type of love is that? The Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave what he gave, his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. The principle of receiving is given. Yes, time is up again this morning, but I want to pick up on that next morning and continue to share with you a little bit about the principle of receiving. Many of us, we would love to have, and we would love to have more. But why should we have more? We should have more so that we'll be able to give more. And if God can trust us with little, he'll be able to trust us with much. Give. Don't forget. Give to your spouse and let your spouse know, I love you. Our Father, thank you that you are the great example that we are to follow. And that is of giving. You have given everything. You have given your life in exchange for us to have eternal life. And we thank you. Be with us. Use these devotions to your honor and to your glory and to help those that would listen their Father. Be with your people this day. Watch over us. Guide us. Protect us. And for those who don't know you, may they come to know you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you for tuning in. Next morning, looking forward to speaking to you. Have a great day.